Hi, I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. I don't have time. Gosh, if you could earn a dollar for every time you heard that, or even for every time yourself have said it, would you not be the richest person walking this earth? Time. It's just such a precious commodity these days. And as small business owners, time is generally not on our side. With so many competing priorities, it's easy for our days to be filled with urgent tasks and firefighting, and sometimes it's really hard to get to the important work. The trouble is, though, no one has actually invented how to freeze time or they haven't worked out how to add additional hours into our days. So at this point, I'm afraid, we are stuck with the 24 hours and the seven days a week that we all have to get shit done. So if we want to be productive with our time and and fit important work and play into our schedule, then it's really up to us to prioritise how we spend the time that we do have. And this will often require us to let tasks go. It's going to, we're going to need to delegate and we're probably going to need to apply some discipline. It's going to require boundary setting and it will also really require us to lean in and be curious about some of the work that pushes us out of our comfort zone. Because is that time stopping us from getting that work done? Or are we simply using time as an excuse? So if you're looking to incorporate a new task into your business, such as marketing, then prioritising your time so that you can fit yet this, you know, another job in, it's going to be integral to your success. So even if you're outsourcing marketing, you're still going to need to take the time to integrate that marketing into your business and operations and and also to measure the impact of this. And so for those of of you who are not outsourcing, well, we will help generally when we're working with clients who are are actually going to do the marketing themselves. We always help them to carve out a, a marketing rhythm or a regular drumbeat and then schedule that time into their diaries, whether it be weekly or monthly, daily if, if need be, um, that they can then put that time aside to actually get that marketing done. So in today's episode, I am talking with the delightful Michelle Broadbent. 
And as a business strategist, one of the most common areas that Michelle will work with with female business owners is how to effectively manage their time. And today, Michelle is sharing her insight and tips into how we might be able to be more productive with our weeks. She talks about the importance of structuring your calendar as well as your to-do list to ensure that you are, in fact, the boss of your own time. And also that you are running your business as opposed to your business running you. So I started off by asking Michelle where she thinks most small business owners generally tend to waste their time. Oh, God, so many things, Jane. I think the number one thing that I see is um, because for many solopreneurs, we are wearing all the hats. We are trying to do all the different functions in our business ourselves because, you know, for a lot of us, we don't have the the resources to outsource to necessarily, especially in the early days. So we're doing everything ourselves. And so much of that is outside of our zone of genius, right? So you could be the most incredible copywriter or graphic designer in the land, but you might not be super fabulous at, um, at I don't know, finance or um, the CRM portion, you know, like that sort of stuff and trying to figure it out as we go is such a time suck. Um, you know, it's I think it's a, lot, a shock to the system for a lot of people if they've come from a big organisation and then they've gone out on their own. And in big organisations, there are magic fairies that take care of all sorts of things that we don't even give consideration to until we start a business and go, oh, my God, I have to take my own things to the post office. I have to pay my own bills. There's no, you know, there's no finance department to, to, you know, pay the invoices and do all of that sort of thing. So I think it's just that underestimating the amount of work that is actually involved in running a business and then spending way too much time on those things in our business that are just out of our zone of genius. Yeah. Gosh, I can relate to that so much. So um, I've recently started up the How to Do Marketing Academy part of my business, which has involved working with a brand new website system, Kajabi, which you're also yep. familiar with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was just saying this to someone the other day because she'd got a quote for somebody to set up all the Kajabi stuff. And I don't know, it was, you know, for a couple of thousand dollars or whatever. And she was like, oh, you know, and I said, honestly, like days, I spent days and days setting that up. Now, granted, it's setting it up and learning how to use it, but it's writing all the copy and creating all the Canva images and all of that sort of stuff. But days and the whole time I'm sitting there going, is this the best use of use of my time? Like this is ridiculous. And then you get frustrated. And I'm someone who's too optimistic with how I'm how much I can get done and you mentioned before like you've got to go to the post office for yourself and you've got to you know sit there and do your invoices and and all of that sort of stuff and I go yeah okay that'll take 10 minutes that'll take 20 minutes that'll take (laughs) but you don't factor in that oh when you go to the post office you run into such and such or it's pouring down with rain so you have to sit in the car for 15 minutes and it just blows out 
It does. It is. It, it, look, I think as, as as humans, we are all overly optimistic about how long things actually take. And particularly when, when you're running a business, and as I said, you're wearing all of the different hats, there's things that you have never attempted to do yourself before. Like, you know, if, if you're doing you know, your trade as such, you know, if you're doing the thing that you are paid to do by your clients, you know, okay, if you're building websites, you know how long it's going to take from woe to go to build a website. If you're, you know, writing copy, you know that for a blog article, it usually takes you, you know, X number of hours to to, to write that particular blog article. But case in point, a, a, a novice building a Kajabi website and and this is the thing, you know I love tech right I love how easy it's made so many of these things for us as business owners you know remember in the olden days Jane if we if we want to sound like a grandma but if we wanted a website built it was like you know it was a 30 grand to, yeah. to pay someone um and you had absolutely like you were almost held at ransom like you couldn't you couldn't make changes you couldn't do anything whereas the, the great thing about the, the world we live in now is that technology has a, has seemingly made things so easy for us. But there is still, you still need the bandwidth to learn how to do it because every single system is different. And this isn't just, this doesn't just go with, with website um, build, builds. It's, you know, things like... Um, you know, project management systems and 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 all of that kind of thing. Even, you know, for some people like who who have learnt Canva now and they think they're a graphic designer. It's like there is a level of expertise that is still required to do those tasks quickly and easily. Yeah. And, and yeah. 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 So it gives us that false sense of, oh, it's easy to just do it myself, but actually. Um, you know, when you look at what you look at the days and days and days that you spend doing that sort of work, imagine if you had those days and days and days to do like delivery of client Sales work, or, what you could, yeah. what you could, yeah, what the revenue cost to your business is of you That's spending right. that time. So yeah. then the, the $2,000 quote from the Kajabi expert doesn't seem like that much. That's right, exactly. Mm. And you mentioned Canva there. And, and like I'm even thinking for a lot of my small business clients, it's the social media platforms, you know. Yep. Like, yeah, they, they know how to post something and they know how to use the platform, but how to use all the different functionalities or how to do a reel. You know, reels are fiddly and they take time. Canva, like what a time suck that can mm -hmm. be when you get in there and you start playing with all the things and the shiny new. And, again, is that you're the best place? Like it's fun and you might be enjoying yep. yourself but mm. you can see how you can easily lose an hour or two hours of your day getting your head around and playing with that tech. Yeah, I, I think that's um, a really good point. So why do you think that managing time is still so hard for many of us to do? Look, it, it comes down to that being pulled in a million different directions. As a business owner, we are at the helm and whether we have team or not, as I mentioned earlier, there are functions in our business that just need to be done, whether we like it or not. And, you know, if you are in the position where you can outsource, that's fantastic. But as business owners, we just have so much competing for our attention. And, um, you know, it's very, very difficult to just live in a bubble and operate in a bubble. Uh, there, there, are, there are 
things that we are required and obliged to do as business owners. And then there's the stuff that, you know, we've got our clients who are like, we need this, we need this now. And, and we've got our kids who are like, can you come and pick me up from football? And, um, you know, we've got the dog that needs to go to the vet. And we've just got so much going on um, in our real lives. Um, sadly, we can't just yet yeah, operate in isolation. There is so many competing priorities. And when we get fixed in that reactionary mode all of the time, that's where I see so many women that I work with getting completely overwhelmed because it's like they can't even climb out of it. You know, it's just like they're just going from one thing to the next. And that's when they end up, um, you know, falling out of love with their businesses and going, you know, what the you know, they, they end up running a business that they don't even recognize. They become a person that they don't even recognize. So um, it is, it is, it is a struggle. It really is. Yeah. And, and that was going to be my next question. Like, what are some of the consequences that, that an, an, a small business owner often faces if they don't use their time efficiently so yeah like getting overwhelmed and mm-hmm. falling out of, of love with their business would definitely be one yeah and that is an extreme look it's extreme but it's so so common unfortunately Jane it is and it's you know that's when I usually get people like you know they come to me because they've reached that tipping point it's like I cannot keep doing this anymore what I'm doing now isn't working so so you know the the, the, I guess the most besides that overwhelm put simply the the it's those missed opportunities it is uh, you know, we we create our our businesses for for our own individual reasons, but ultimately, to have a successful business, you need to make money from that business, right? And usually, it, you know, what I see is if people are in this kind of wheel spinning, reactionary mode all the time, they're they're not. They're not building a sustainable business. They're not necessarily, um, you know, making the the sort of money that they should be making because they're not working in the higher level area of their business. They're down in the weeds. You know, they're they're taking the parcels to the post office. They're they're resizing the photos to fit in the Canva image to to go on Instagram, um, and they're missing incredible opportunities. The things that they that they signed up for, you know, the reasons that they got into business in the first place, but they've not been able to pursue those opportunities because they're, yeah, they're too busy um, chasing money from from clients that haven't paid them or whatever. So it's that kind of flying by the seat of your pants that um, that only lasts for so long until it doesn't, and then the wheels usually fall off in spectacular fashion. Um, I also, sadly, Jane, see a lot of women with um, health um, implications from from working this way. I cannot tell you how many women, you know, our age, our stage, who have been hospitalised, who are, you know, who have serious health conditions as a direct result of working and operating just in this high stress, um, you know, doing everything for everybody else on everyone else's timetable kind of way of living. And it's, it's, it's awful. It's awful to see. Yeah. <clears throat> it's so funny because as we record this, I literally <laughs> said to you before, I've got the worst flu, not COVID, mm. got the worst flu. And I, 
I'm reflecting on that going, is this because I'm just, I've overwhelmed myself um, with life and and, mm-hmm. and it's funny what you said there about um, when we focus on the urgent, and I think that's been one of my biggest mistakes that I have made in growing my business. I am a to-do list not like ninja, like in terms of like writing a to-do list and ticking it off. Um, I'm quite organised. However, a lot of that to-do list is exactly as you say, go to the post office, Canva image, duh, 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 duh. It's not focusing on my core activities. So recently I defined my core activities, which literally are product creation, sales, marketing. Now, when I look at my to-do list full of all the urgents, not the importance, well, the importance are on there, but the, the urgents are too. And when I'm really disciplined and go, nah, I am just doing product, sales and marketing, my to-do list remains full. I can't, clock, I can't check everything off. There might be a partial check off that I can do for part of a product creation or I might have made six of the sales calls of the 10 that I was supposed mm-hmm. to. So I can't even really cross that off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But what that's highlighted to me is all that shit that you're not getting to on your to-do list needs to be outsourced. That's why That's why you're in the you know, mess that you can sometimes be in because you're focusing on all of that stuff, getting it off the list, tick, tick, tick. Yeah. Instead of yep. focusing on products, sales, marketing. Yep. It's it's a universal phenomenon, Jane. It really yeah. is. It's yeah. um it is that you know, I call it work masquerading as work with, you know, with a capital W because it, it, we we can we can just get so sucked into all of those jobs because we feel like we're achieving something. So, you know, when when we're in a state of overwhelm, how do you get out of it? Action, action. Action is the antidote to anxiety. Yeah. I say that all the time. So let's just have a couple of quick wins. Let's, you know, let's fill in that online application form. Let's post that social media post. Let's take the parcel to the post office or whatever it is. Oh, I feel good. I feel good because I've done something. I've actioned. But the problem is, is that those big core focuses in our, you know, as you identified for you as the business owner in your business um, and, and essentially like what our goals are for our business for the year, right? It's like, okay, so what activity are you doing to get to those goals? Is going to the post office multiple times a week going to get you there? No, it's not. No. And yes, it still needs to be done. So there are there are a lot of tasks that people have on their to do list that we can just scratch off altogether that don't need to be done at all. No. Um, and and that's the stuff. You know, I love that. I saw a phrase probably about a year or so ago. It was like, um, "Are you busy rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic?" So it's like. What are those things that you are doing that just don't need to be done at all? The busy work, the work masquerading is work. What are those things? Scratch them off the list. Scratch them off, put them to the keeper and forget about them. And, oh, my God, will you feel lighter for it? And then, yes, looking at what can be delegated to people whose zone of genius it is to do those sorts of tasks, you know, because they still need to be done in the business, 
but they don't need to be done by you. And as we touched on earlier, all the time, the hours of time that you spend in those sorts of tasks, it's taking you away from that business building activity that is going to directly attribute to increase in revenue and, you know, ideally profit and all of that sort of thing in your business. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's what we're here for, that's right, to build sustainable businesses. So, so on that to-do list front, because I'd say lots of people have a to-do list of some form or, or another, is yeah. there, do you have any kind of hints or, or tips around how we can structure those to-do lists so yeah. that we're not just, because as you said, like some stuff will need to get done, some stuff you can take off, some stuff you can delegate, but yeah. then there probably will be some stuff that needs to still get done and then there's the important work that definitely needs to get done. And I loved how you saw, talked about how sometimes getting those smaller things off is like that endorphin hit and when we're yeah. stressed and overwhelmed, if we can just get a few endorphin hits, we're all good. But is there a way to structure those to-do lists so that they help you know, craft our day a bit better? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think working off one big general to-do list can be a little bit dangerous because we're going to go for the quick hits, right? That's just human nature. We go for the low-hanging fruit. We go for the easy stuff. We want, you know, we want, we're trying to make our lives easy here, right? So, um, yeah, but, and, and as I said earlier, spending too much time there and not on those big chunky things that are important in driving the business forward, you know, well, you know the upshot is it won't, that won't happen. So instead of just working off, you know, your, your, run-of-the-mill to-do list is to actually allocate time to do the particular functions of your, you know, the different departments of your business throughout the week. So, for example, um, Monday mornings is for finance and admin you know that's probably you know it it might be a good time for that because usually if you are in a service based job most clients don't want to hear from you on a Monday morning. Everyone's taking looking after their own stuff then. So, um, you know, so you so in that period of time, whether it's you know an hour or hour and a half, uh, you are only doing finance and admin tasks in that time. Then Tuesday morning, it might be business development. So in that block of time. You are only doing business development stuff. And look, everyone's um, everyone's ideal week or their winning week, as I call it, is, is like it looks different. But the idea is, is that you work from a, a, like a, a baseline, like a template where you have all the different parts of your business and your life, okay, because we, you know, coming back to we don't exist in a bubble, so don't try and do really important tasks at quarter to three in the afternoon if you've got to be out the door to pick up the kids from school at three o'clock it's factoring everything in um into your life and I've actually I've got a template for this Jane if if you you want me to share the link um afterwards um for, for, for people to use this because it's coming at your time from a proactive place it's working on these these different areas, these different, you know, important, and they are important. Um, yes, there are things in our business that, that, you know, we might not put importance on, but they do need to happen. So it's just making time for those in our, 
in our weekly, in our week. So it's schedule, yeah. it's essentially you're scheduling your to-dos. It's yeah. batching to-dos. It's staying in the zone. So, you know, right now you and I are, are doing this podcast recording. Um, so usually what I do is I have um, time set aside uh, during the week where I do, where I do, because I've got a podcast as well. So I will do interviews. I will be interviewed because, you know, it's a setup. I've, you know, got the mic set up and all that sort of thing. Um, and I'm just in that zone. Once I start talking, I can keep talking and talking and talking. Whereas to do a podcast interview and then, you know, maybe, I don't know, write some social media content and then do a client call and sort of jumping all around the place all through the day is a really inefficient way of working. So it's trying to stay in the zone for as much as possible. Love it, love it. Yeah. And I know for me when I schedule time in my diary, like my I use Google as my calendar. Yeah, me too. When I schedule time in there, um, it, it definitely happens. Um, however, there's a discipline that goes around that because you can schedule it in, but then if you go, ah, that's right, I'll just do that later and I've just got to do this, this, this and this. So it's a mindset, right? It's like I... Okay, I've scheduled that in my diary. I need to have the discipline to do it because it's important. How do you think a person's mindset can influence how they spend their time? It it 100% influences them. And the thing with us as business owners, we don't have a manager cracking the whip and going, well, where's that thing that I asked you to do, Jane? Like, yeah. you know, what ha- I mean, we've got our clients who who, oh. who we, we are, you know, we have our obligations to and, you know, we've got the ATO and and people like that, that we absolutely have to deliver. But, you know, when I say, oh, so did you work on, you know, did you do any business development work this week, Jane? It's like, oh, no, I didn't really feel like it this week. And there's no one that is breathing down your neck. Um, But I think what what works in in your favour in terms of mindset is when you do see the results of your efforts and it's just like that little spark it's like oh god yeah this does work like if i if i do the thing yes. then that then i will get the the outcome that i you know that everyone talks about and oh wow this this actually works and it's it's quite funny when you when you see that and but i think as you know i mentioned this earlier about as humans like we go for the easy option right um but i but there's also there's also fear attached to jane which is which is a very you know, it's a real thing. I see a lot of incredibly talented, amazing women who are stalled and they're using all sorts of procrastination ta- tactics, right? They're, you know, they're doing work, masquerading as work out of fear of putting themselves forward because once they do that, then they're, you know, they're open slather and 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 it's safe. It's safe doing the Canva graphics. It's safe um, you know, doing those, you know, the going to the post office. Oh, I'm just going to, oh, I couldn't do that business development stuff today. I didn't get on the phone to those potential clients today because I was at the post office. I needed to post that parcel. It's safe there. So it's it's building, I think, you know, in terms of that overcoming the those mindset blocks, it's building up your evidence file. Like, you know, just remembering what and capturing those wins, monitoring yours. It's where I'm a huge like, and, and I know that you love tracking and monitoring. Um, and I'm a I love tracking and monitoring. It's like you can see 
the impact of your actions if you track and monitor the metrics in your business. You can go, I made those, you know, I sent those business development emails. I, 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 I pitched that article to that publication and it got published and then this happened. It's like being able to just go, okay, yep, it, this is worth it, absolutely. God, I love that you brought that up because I don't think there's a lot of people who are actually probably going to understand that it's not the the diary system that's letting them down. It's not the to-do list that's letting them down. It's not the fact that someone else in the business hasn't done this so they can't do that that's letting them down. It's something that's happening subconsciously. It's something that happens to all humans. We like to keep ourselves safe. That's that's how we're wired. So I had an example of this um, this year where one of my goals for February was to reach out to 10 podcasts to pitch myself as a guest. And so I've, you know, developed my list of all the podcasts. There's 50 or so on the list, 10 I need to, to go out to. Now this, like it's such, I hate it as a process because I'm putting myself out there Um I'm inclined to go, why would people interview me? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, okay, if they've, but you, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, okay, if they want to chat marketing, no problems, you know. But then I go, oh, but like there's a billion gazillion marketers who'd all be hitting the podcast beat, like why me? And so then you're going, okay, the pitch, get the pitch together. And then you're questioning the pitch going, uh, anyway, I, I did it. And I reached out, I, I think I got to eight this month um, and I just ripped the Band-Aid off and, and did it. And, and, and as you said, like I did a day of it and I just batched it and got it done. And, yeah, there was podcasts that came back and said, yeah, no, not for now, um, thanks. And then there was a lot of podcasts that said yes. And as a result, you know, I'm appearing as a guest on several podcasts. So I'm like, okay, this is important. And what pushed me there was this beautiful saying that a colleague of mine said to me at the beginning of the year, Jane, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Yep, absolutely. If I sit in the weeds in my to-do list, busying myself with creating Canva posts, Mm -hmm. as opposed to getting out and doing the big important work and getting out of my comfort zone, nothing bloody changes. It doesn't. And can I just say, um, you know, listeners, this this was not pre-planned, but I was one of the recipients of that pitch that you sent through, Jane. And, you know, I get a lot of people approaching me to be guests on the podcast and yours was absolutely bang on like you. And and I loved you. You were so honest as well. You said, my focus at the moment is to, you know, get myself onto other people's podcasts. Like you said that that's what the focus was. Like I, I loved that. And and when, and this is what I'm talking about, well, you know, I just want to reach over and smack you because, you, you know, why wouldn't people want to hear from you, Jane? What you have to share is so, so valuable. You know, this podcast is on my, like, must listen and and I'm always talking to people about it because you know stuff that other people need to know. 
And that's so, so vital. And I think, you know, for anyone who is struggling um, when it comes to putting yourself out there is like, you, you you have a gift, you have a talent, and yes, there might be 11 billion other marketeers out there in the world, but no one is Jane. And everyone loves Jane. Like everyone oh. that knows you, whenever I say Jane, they're like, ah, like it's you're brilliant and you're brilliant at what you do. And 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 you know, this is not an ad for Jane. I was um, gonna say I was not fishing for these compliments. I, I wasn't know at all. You weren't, but but you I need thought to hear it, and yes. other people need to hear if I share that. that even Jane. Even yeah. Jane Superstar questions whether or not someone would want to hear from her. And and, honestly, and I bet you are all listening going, what the hell? Why wouldn't anyone want Jane on their podcast? Exactly. Who are these people that didn't me. want you? <laughs> it literally mm. has stopped me. Like yep. for months I have procrastinated and procrastinated oh, and not done it. I know, I know. And and now I'm just like, I'm, and I still like, I sat outside of my comfort zone for the mm. whole, you know, for the whole period of that. But for me, I just go, okay, that's a that's a muscle that you need to exercise now. Like, yeah, because once you do that, if you have that focus every couple mm-hmm. of months or whatever, you'll you know exercise that muscle and and you know I, I've all, I've always had a, a big sales um, component to my role as a small business owner even in corporate mm. so it's not necessarily like when but when you're working for corporate that that rejection so much is it's not personal because you're like it's okay, the business yeah, yeah it's, if you it's don't the company that, that you're working cool. for yeah but when it's yourself when you're putting yourself out there it's like ah, oh, you know and particularly mm. if you have those I'm not enough kind of um, mindset or limiting beliefs, it's very easy to feed that. So, so yeah, and, and again, not fishing for compliments at all, really just kind of highlighting that, that that happens and it's a mindset. It's got nothing to do with my busy life. It is purely my mindset that's that's holding me back there. Absolutely. And if it's, yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're an example of that, but I work with so many women who, you know, the women that, are up on very big pedestals as far as other people are concerned um, and even they struggle with this stuff. They really yeah. do. It's, yeah. it, it is, yeah, we, we are putting ourselves out there. We're putting ourselves, we're opening. It's like standing up on the Pacific Highway with your, in your undies. Like, you know, you feel very, very exposed, right? Exposed, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Allow me to briefly interject in this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show to tell you about my bloody great marketing plan. But firstly, tell me if this sounds familiar. You are a passionate and ambitious small business owner. You bloody love being your own boss and you have some pretty grand plans for your business. But right now, you feel like your business is running you. You are working ridiculous hours. You can't stop thinking and worrying about how you will get more sales. And you are often overwhelmed when you think about all of the stuff that you're just not even getting to. This is not what you signed up for, right? A successful business to you is one where you have some choice and some flexibility. You have a good team of people to support you. You make a good wage and by God, do you earn a nice bloody profit because that's the reward for being in business. So there's a few 
core business functions that you will need to master in order to get to that spot. And one of those is marketing. In fact, in my experience, you're actually going to need a bloody great marketing plan to help you build that business dream. But it's got to be foolproof and it's got to be simple and easy to implement. You do not have time to faff about trying to understand complex and confusing jargon and malarkey. You've got a bloody business to run. So allow me to introduce my bloody great marketing plan. Simple, straightforward, no bullshit. And if you actually follow it, it will lead to that increase in your revenue that allows you to hire more staff, pay yourself well, and make a bloody beautiful profit. So if you want to start building that dream business of yours today by getting your own bloody great marketing plan into place, simply head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan. And now back to the show. And and like I know for um, a lot of small business owners that I work with, when I'm talking about, so when they just come to me, I might say, okay, well, what stopped you from, from doing your marketing in the past? I don't have time. You know, I might be working with them and, and teaching them how to do marketing and, you know, they might have been a month since I saw them last and they're like, and they haven't done anything and, oh, I just didn't have time. So with this, do you have any tips? And, like, for me, I always go, it's not a matter of time, it's a matter of priority. We've always got 24-7 in hours and days in the week. Nothing changes there. Not even the best marketing consultant in the whole wide world is going to find you an extra hour to do mm-hmm. your marketing. Have you got any tips in terms of being able to kind of work on this productivity and this this prioritization around productivity? Yeah, and it, it look, I'm totally in a total agreement with you, Jane. Like, it isn't about time. Like, we 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 do have time because if one of your clients was asking you to do it or, you know, one of your kids needed you, you find the time, you make the time to do the things that they need. Um, and that is that is what is required to do this market. It needs to have that level of urgency. And I think so often the businesses that don't put any emphasis on this sort of stuff are usually the ones who just have that that continual um, trickle of work coming through the door. Like there's no, like not to sound sort of dramatic, but like it's not life or death, you know. Yeah. There's no, um, uh, you know, I often see this with people who, uh, you know, are independently wealthy or, you know, hubby's got a, and, and this sounds very um you know, this doesn't sound very nice, but it's usually, you know, hubby's got an incredible job. You know, their business is not like it's not keeping a roof Hobby. over their head as as Hobby. such. Um, and whereas I know, you know, in 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 um, the area that you work in, Jane, like there are businesses that you know have been on a on a limb in terms of like you know working in that that regional tourism area, that sort of thing. It's like it actually is like the doors may close on your business if you don't do this. So it's often like 
it, 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 uh, like I sort of talk to people about like trying to tripwire their lives to like the way they run their lives so that this feels urgent. It's like, okay, what's the payoff? What am I going to get if I do this? Like, um, you know, doing the work at a time that works for them, I think is a big thing. Often, in, um, let's just use business development activity as an example. People put that, you know, I'm going to do it at four o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Well, you know, is that really the best time to be doing this sort of stuff, um, you know, to get the optimal result? And also, knowing why you're doing it in the first place yeah. is really, really important. You know, that life or death thing, that's pretty extreme, but it's like, what for? Why do you want it? Why do you need to call that person? Why are you getting in touch with that person? Is it because you think you should or is it because you have set yourself a goal in your business and in order to achieve that goal, it, it requires, you know, the 10 phone calls or the, the four client visits or, or whatever it is. So it's being really, really crystal clear on what you're doing it for. Yeah. What is the outcome that you want here? Starting from the end and then going backwards. Okay, these are all the things that I need to do. Yeah. Um, and and going through them. And and another sort of, I guess, like a little hack here is to is to make it so easy that you can't do it. So yeah. you, you were talking about your to-do list. Yeah. Write down, you know, send email to Michelle about podcast today. Yes. Tick, Tick. done. Yeah. Um, you know, just really breaking every so it's not the big chunk. So yes. it's not like business development. Yeah. It's like what does that involve today? It's it's three phone calls, and and you know I'm going to do two hard, I'm going to do two scary ones and one friendly one. Like just mixing up the way in which you approach it. You know, if if you are motivated by incentives, reward yourself. Go okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do these five calls and then I'm going to take my dog for a walk or I'm going to go and sit in a cafe and write my newsletter for next week. Um, <laughs> you know, just, reward. <laughs> yeah. you know, just stuff that whatever motivates you and everyone's yes. motivated by different things. Um, but look at, at, at what motivates you to, and just, and know that the outcome is, is good. Like yes. it's, it is worthwhile doing this activity definitely yeah. yeah and 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 I love that too so it's it's really tapping into the purpose of the activity and because I'm feeling a bit under weather um my social filter isn't isn't um operating as as well as it sometimes can so I'm going to be really direct here you know if if people keep coming back with the excuse of I don't have the time I don't have the time I don't have the time Sometimes in small business, it doesn't make sense for the small business owner to do the marketing because, honestly, they're being a lawyer, they're being a financial planner, they're managing a team of 30 or whatever. So for me, I go, okay, cool. If you don't have time, if it doesn't make sense for you to do that and you know that marketing is important, then outsource it. Absolutely. So to make things happen, there's going to be time or there's going to be money. So even free marketing costs time. So you can't have it all. You can't just say, I want marketing, but I don't want to spend the time and I don't want to spend the money. So yeah. come back when you actually want to spend either or. Or if yeah. not, put it off to next year. Yeah. 
That's right. If it's one of those things that's outside of your zone of genius that keeps getting put to the bottom of the to-do list or, you know, that block of time that's allocated in your calendar and you keep letting it get hijacked by other things, um, then, yes, you need to look at alternate ways of getting the job done because the job does need to be done, Um, you know, unless you are some unicorn business that just has a constant stream of, and, you know, I do have, I've got, you know, I've got clients um, who who are turning business away, who are who are turning business away. You know, they've got wait lists that, you know, you, you can't see them until July. Like it's, it, you know, th- this does happen, but but then, you know, I, I question exactly, you know, it's like, okay, well, look, you've got people, well, how can you, how can yeah. we then? And for, for yeah, me, I can understand, that's right, yeah. I can understand mm-hmm. why marketing wouldn't be necessarily a priority yeah. in, in that case. But generally when I'm speaking to them, they want new business. They want new business. They want new exactly. business. And sure, yeah. they've got a steady stream, but it's mm. at a point where it's like, okay, that, that will happen organically and that's all well and good, but yeah. we actually want to ramp it up a notch. Yeah. You know, we so don't want to be reactive. We want we proactive. We want it. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I go back to the if nothing changes, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a, a strategic decision to outsource this or there's a strategic decision to block out that time and 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 make it happen and prioritise it. Um, yeah. Any tools that you've got that that you can share? Now you mentioned that you've got what was the tool that you the, mentioned? The winning the winning week template. So I yes. can I can share the link to that with you. Um, so yeah, and people can use that as their framework for just setting up their week so that they get all the different areas of their business covered off and done at the optimal time. Um, because and and the other thing I think that I wanted to mention earlier too, Jane, just on that whole thing of like not getting to those important things and keeping putting off that marketing activity. One other thing that I see people coming undone is when they have overscheduled and overcommitted yeah, their time. Okay. So yeah. that winning week template that that I'm, you know, that you you can download, um, I will caveat that there needs to be some white space in that Ooh, winning I week. Like that. You need yeah. to have contingency because we all work in the real world, right? And sometimes that marketing time that we've set aside or business development time that we've set aside, that could come right at, you know, at an actual client emergency or, um, you know, as we talked earlier, like my, my laptop decided to cark it like, last week so you know running that required a whole host of changes in my life because I've not you know not had a computer for a couple of days so think you know life does happen things do get in the way We, we sadly it's not utopia you know like so allowing gaps having space having white space for life to happen and if things do hijack a particular activity to be able to then move that out of the spot that it was in into some of that white space so that it still yes. gets done. That's really important. I think um, we need, yeah, we need space for life to happen. Oh, that's awesome. So we'll include the winning week link in the show notes um, if you're okay with that. Yep, absolutely. Um, that would be awesome. And then if people have listened to this and gone, oh, my gosh, I need more Michelle in my <laughs> life, I need to get... What, um, how can they find you and find out more about what you offer? 
So, um, my website has everything on there. So, you can go to michellebroadbent.com.au. I hang out on Instagram. uh, So, you can follow me there. It's mishbroadbent, so M-I-C-H-B-R-O-A-D-B-E-N-T. And I also have a podcast as well called Your Business Boost, um, which provides lots of uh, business tips and behind the scenes, um, you know, featuring women like Jane. Um, and um, yeah, the, the, the sort of the behind the scenes of what it's really, really like to build a successful business. So, um, yeah, that's, yes. you can listen to that as well. Um, yeah, so that's, that's where you can find me. Oh, awesome. And I'm sure there will be lots of people coming to to, to find you and uh, see how you might be able to help them put that winning week together. Um, certainly, I will be looking at that, that winning week and reconciling it with my Google calendar to go, have I left enough white space? You know, have, have I prioritised the right things? So that's awesome. You have shared such fantastic tips and touched on some really, really important um points so thank you for joining us michelle really really appreciate it thanks so much for having me jane thanks for listening to yet another episode of the how to do marketing show i really do enjoy bringing you these episodes and i hope that you get a lot from them If you would like to receive even more marketing musings from myself and my team, be sure to head to howtodomarketing.com.au and subscribe to our email. And if you want to move closer to your dream business by creating your own bloody great marketing plan for 2022, head on over to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash my bloody great marketing plan. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 